you gotta handle the rock with flair and rhythm if you wanna be judged on wood grain and concrete courts in New York. This ain't no nickel and dime. It's dribbling dimes where scoring never looked this good. I guarantee it. But was your reputation built from the playground up? Or did you call next and they took that ish? Or cause you weren't as fast as police and ambulance sirens? Or as loud as Mr. Softy Ice Cream? No. You see, this is New York City hoops in prime time. As beautiful as the skyline, it's dribbling dimes. Tragedy struck this young man's family at a tender age when his mother unexpectedly passed away. Thanks to his older sister taking on the motherly role, plus the help of his extended family, he was able to persevere and hone his skills on the basketball court. He competed at the highest of levels from middle school all the way through his days at G-Dubs. Hard work, reliable counsel, and destiny took him from the concrete jungle of Wash Heights to the University of Pittsburgh where his 6'5 frame lit up the A-10, becoming one of only four players in Pitt history to score 1,000 points, grab 600 rebounds, and dish out 200 assists. He moved on to a stellar professional career that spanned 14 years, five countries, five all-star appearances, and two MVPs. Most notably, he won a pair of Pro-A French championships alongside his younger brother, Jeff Greer. Lock in and listen to the story of Ricardo Greer on this episode of Dribble and Dimes. I'm Emilio the Poet. Yo, this is Manny Digital, and uh, this is another episode of Dribble and Dimes. Yeah, yeah. Today, our, our guest, our distinguished guest, is uh, none other than Ricardo. Can I call you Ricardo? Call me whatever you want, right. baby. <laughs> Ricardo. <laughs> Ricardo Alfonso Greer. No, I'm kidding. I'm putting the middle name. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ricardo Greer, uh, sorry, assistant uh, coach for the Dayton Flyers uh, men's basketball team. So, welcome. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Thank Appreciate you, thank that. You, thank you for coming, man. And also, also, we got, by the way, a Pitt alum. Pittsburgh oh, is. is on the map right here. Yeah. So Let's we got go. Put Panther, that Panther for life, man. Yes. Panther Nation. Yes, yes, there it is. So, um,. Man, it, it's it, you know, like I said, you're the first D1 coach that we have on this program. Yeah, so, so for us, you. let's make some noise for that. We should, yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Because that's a milestone for us. For us, big deal. Yeah, big I deal. love it. I appreciate you guys having me, man. Thank you. Man. And, and I mean, we're, we're gonna get into your your whole story, and we want to as best we can with the time we have, um, just go down memory lane a little bit and get to know you yeah. and mm-hmm. what got you into the game. Right, but man. first, I, I want to understand your name. Okay. Ricardo Greer. Now I know because of Big Heim. Shout out Big Heim. Yes, sir. Peterson, That's up? my man put, right there. Huh? in touch. Yeah. Big bro. <laughs> but and similar with him, it's not a traditional Dominican name. Nah. So where does where does the Greer family come from? Well, that that's mainly my father's side. You know, um, I've always asked. My mom passed away. Rest in peace. But I always try to ask her that question. Like, you know, normally you know you got Perez, you got Guzman, Jimenez. Right. I had Greer, so nobody really knows I'm Dominican until right. I start speaking and talking to right. them because of my last name. So from what I what I was told from Mom Dukes, it was like, Dad, you know, 
back in the day, you know, had some black in them. Yep. So, you know, that's where the last name came from. She didn't really know either because they separated when I was young. Uh, so, okay. and I never really spoke to my man, but, you know, that's what she was telling me. So, that's what I'm guessing myself, God. you know? Okay. Well, let me just say this, man. For those people that didn't know you, Dominican, all they had to do was look at your face, my brother. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. If you ain't Dominican, nobody's Dominican. Yeah, they used to always, you know, people used to ask me, like, what are you? You know, I'm, right, like, right, I'm Dominican. Right. Like, nah, get out yeah. of here. I'm like, hey, last name. And I'm like, nah, I'm from for real. I'm from yeah. real. I'm from my the Heights, though. Yeah, my mom's last name's Linares. <laughs> see, <laughs> like, was, if I'm doing, the, if I'm studying your name, I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah. But when I look at you, I'm like, nah, you yeah. see us in the Platano? No, Platano is my Platano. But when you got those questions, was it mostly out of state or was it here in New York? Yeah, it was a lot. And when I was in college, you know, when I went to prep school, so I went to prep school for two years in Cheshire Academy in okay. Connecticut. So, um, you know, people didn't know, you know, and, you know, I was co- I was close looking up at Orlando and Philippe and all them dudes. And, you right. know, and they was like, man, is he Dominican? Is he Dominican? And then, you know, playing with the Dominican national team yeah. and, and getting involved with that it started to, you know, resonate. OK, he's Dominican. Right. You know, let's, let's try to get him over on this side. Nice. So it was it was a good look. It was a good look. What was that like, man? Uh, I know we jumping around the boys. So it's fine. What was that experience like uh, as far as playing on a Dominican national team, all those players, et cetera? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because my first time ever going down to play in DR was on, um, I want to say I was a sophomore high school, and they made like a team from New York, the best prospects to go down to the Dominican Republic and play. And we had, you a know. A general team. It wasn't yeah, like it was a Dominican Central nah, team. Nah, it was okay. just dudes from different high schools. We had like four, four from my high school, GW. GW, what up? So you yeah. had, you know, Nelson Pena, you had uh, Cesar Sanchez, Eddie Lopez, and then you had various guys, Roy De La Cruz, probably one of the nicest point guards, you know, in our era. Right. And we just went down there and played. So that was my first, like, real true experience of Dominican basketball. basketball. It was a different animal. You know yes. what I'm saying? How many elbows you took? I took a whole bunch of them. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was a different It was a different dog. You know, we play tough, but them dudes play just hungry. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was just that that experience alone, you know, helped me understand what it t- what I needed to be successful. Mm-hmm. And then that next summer, they invited me and um, Cesar Sanchez to the U was a U18 I think was a Dominican team and we flew out to um, Mexico oh dope you know so that was my first experience ever with the team and it was just amazing man you, you know? say you were 15 uh, 16 16 16 yeah I wanted to say this so we asked Felipe Lopez we had him on the show not too long ago I don't know if you remember but I asked him who was who in his opinion was the best Dominican national team mm. I was trying to give it to him right away I was like yeah, yeah y'all team was the best he was yeah. like nah it was the one with Horford and all that you played on it. I don't yeah. know if you're aware of like the history of it. How do you feel your team ranked as far as? Well, I played on both. Okay. You know, I played on the team that qualified for the World Championships in Spain. Okay. Wow. And I played, you know, the team with Philippe and all them guys. I That's just, crazy. I just think the basketball was different. Okay. You know, I it think evolved or devolved. Like, I what think, think? talent-wise, you know, when you have big men that can shoot the ball now, yeah. pick and pop, ball. it's yeah. different basketball. Yeah. You yeah. know, back then we had dudes that were you gonna get it in the post and you gonna eat. Right. You know, now it's no, you're going to give me a pick and roll. I'm going to pop and shoot a three. Right, what right. do you feel about that? What is your sentiment about it? Good I, or le- bad? I learned about it when I went to Europe, man. Right. When I got to Europe, I, I realized the game is evolving and these bigs don't need to be in the post all the time. Right. You know, right. if you be able to open up the defense and shoot the ball, you know, that, that's a different... Uh, that's a different element to the game. Yeah, you agree. know, I, they still need to go down there and eat, you know, that's but right. if you could do both, you become a different animal. True. And, you know, and you become more effective in your game because... Defenses have to adjust to that. You said the ma- the magic word though is if mm. if you do both, you got to do both. Because there's a lot of cats who just they mm. rely on the three point on the outside shot, and they 
Not, I don't know if they're afraid. I'll, I'll reserve that. But like, they don't bang in the post no more. Well, you it's think really about it, guards are the ones that are posting up more yeah. now. It's, it's just like it's crazy. Guards yeah. want to post up and get yeah. in the in, in the paint and all that. And you know, that was one thing that I was that I, I was successful at was I was a big guard and I posted up a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, because of my physicality. Right. You know, and while I was in Europe, I had bigs that could shoot it. So right. the bigs were out the paint. So it was basically all the time, one-on-one with a guard in the post. Uh, and, you know, so it changed our that team. Matter. That opened up the game for you. Yeah, you know, so, but, you know, either way, you know. I, I, That's I, dope. I like, I like bigs that can shoot, but I, I need a big that I can give him ball in the post. And he can, Pound. yeah, he needs go to go eat. out there and go to so work. So if you had to choose one, mm. you would choose a banging big in the post over a spot of three type of game. Yeah, I'm going to I'm I'm go with a, with a traditional, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going with the traditional and, you know, if you want to go out there and give me a couple of, you know, Patrick Ewing, he get it in the post. <laughs> yeah. But he can shoot it a little That's bit true. too. You know, give me P. Ewing. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Akeem, same way. That mid-range. That mid-range. Does that, is that ring true as a, as a coach nowadays? Mm. Do you find that, like, if, if you had the preference, you know, mm-hmm. you guys are converging, you're selecting a prototypical the what throwback. I would say throwback big. Yeah. Throw in the post. I mean, I don't even know if they even make those anymore. No, but like right now. I'm just asking because I don't know. To come by. Yeah. Little, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, like right now, you, you got to pick and choose, man. It depends on, on, like we play a team like Davidson. They got bigs that can shoot the ball. You right. know what I'm saying? You play a team like, let's say, BCU. They got some big boys down there that are going to pound you to death. So right. it depends on, on, on the temperature on who you're playing against. Right. You know, for me, you know, I'm selfish. I want them both. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want both, but that's, it's hard to come by, you know. So, but, you know, either way, you know, if you know how to use your big and you know how to make them successful, you'll be fine, man. Okay. You know, it's just about working with them, man. Working right. them and putting them in the right position to be successful, man. So let's, let's take it back a step, or maybe several. Okay. When was it? So again, you grew up in the Heights. Yes, sir. Right? Surrounded by Dominicans. Shout out to the Heights, man. Shout out to yeah. Wash Heights. Yo, Shout he out went to the Heights. DW. He, he, Dominican National Team. You don't get no more Dominican. No, no, no. This, is, this is like the quintessential Dominican. <laughs> Yo, grew up in the Heights. New, you know New, New York Dominican. New York Dominican. Grew up in the Heights. Went to G Dub. Yo, that's it. That's, that's it. Certified. Yeah, that's yes, it. Sir, certified. I love you it. Could have been Chinese. You Dominican. Yeah, I'm Dominican. Could have been. I could have had a totally different name. So, love it. So I'm assuming baseball was the first thing that kind of came up as far as sports, or no? Nah. You know uh, what's funny though? My older brother. Like, he was a big sports buff. He watched hockey. Everything. Everything. So, I played football. Oh. I love football. Okay. That was, like, my passion. You know, nice. you know, we ain't got no football fields in the Heights. Right. right. So, we playing, you know, normally we play in the streets, yeah. two-hand touch, Tack- you know. Tackle in the concrete. And, and then trying to dodge cars. You feel right. me? <laughs> so, that was my, my, my passion. It was football. And then, you know, we played baseball here and there. You know, we got the little X on the wall, and yeah. you throw it, and we try to hit the ball. But, you know, basketball, I learned how to play basketball in crates. I remember those you know days. What I'm saying? That's we how I learned like how to play basketball, you know. I, and to this day, I think that's why I never was a great shooter because I was shooting on crates instead of real Boxes. baskets, you know? Really? Yeah, like it's crazy. That's that's like. Tell me, you said you weren't a great shooter, but you you ran the A10 as far as scoring went for, yeah. for a period of time. Yo, you were killing it, man. Shot a lot. <laughs> hey, the shit went in after yeah, a while. It, it was like, you know, it's funny because I always felt that. If I didn't shoot, I couldn't make it. Right. And if I made it, I had to keep shooting. Oh, you know, okay. that was a mentality I That's had, crazy. you know? That's so, like both, you playing both I'm nice. playing both. You, you mind fucking the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right, if I'm not you making it, I got to keep me. shooting it. Like, and if I'm shooting, if I'm making it, I got to keep shooting it. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, mentality. yeah, so, but it was, it, was, it, was, it was growing up, it was football. You know, we played some baseball. 
But then basketball came along, man, and it was just, boom. You know, it just consumed took me. You. It consumed every 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 part of my body, man. What? How old were you, roughly? I want to say probably. I started playing when I was in third grade. Okay. You know, I played in PS one fifteen, and then it just continued. You know, it continued. I was always the youngest dude on the team. I was the third grader with the fifth graders. Mm -hmm. You know. Why? Because height. Nah, I wasn't even. I wasn't like just super interest. big. Yeah, it was just interest. You know, I played hard. You know and. You know, I just had that dog in me. Okay. You know, and the coach was like, "Shit, I, I, I want him." Excuse my language. He's like, "No, nah, you can do it, man. Yeah, Be free. No, I want, I want him on the team. You know, and I just continued to look at players and try to, you know, get better, man. Yeah. You know, and would a lot you, of. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Now you go, you go. Well, what, would you say you got that toughness, that grip from football? Like you, your love Nah, man, I got that toughness from just being in the streets, man. Burn. You know, you know the concrete jungle, man. Just being, you know. You know, it sounds it sounds cliche, but you know how we grew up, man. Yeah. Every corner you got something going on, and yeah. you know that hardens you to where you get to a point where you like, man, I got to get a body hit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it toughens you up, man, because you ain't playing with no slouches or nothing yeah. out there. They're they testing might, you every moment. Yeah, every time you play, it's, it's a foul. What? Get, get, get fired up. Right, There's right, no right. foul. There's <laughs> no foul. You know what I'm saying? Foul. So you start playing, and you don't start. You know, you just start going through stuff. And no, and, it, and they'll stop. Playing with you, right? yeah. like, nah. I said, you're not my Yeah, get, out, wow, of play, get right. out of here. No, yeah. so you got to toughen up, man. And you right. got to, you got to, you know. I went through my my stages. I got my bumps and bruises, you know. But you know, it grew up, it grew yeah. up. So, I like that. But you, know, what you say? Because first of all, shout out to the Heights, man. You know, you groomed a man out here. I appreciate that. So, so okay. I mean, where are we at in this in the story? As far as you want. Uh, so I mean, you, you talked about kind of what your introduction to basketball was. Yeah. How did it? Because I mean, that's roughly eight years of age or so, third yeah. grade. So you go from there to how do you end up? Because you played for G Dub, yeah, for a period, so a couple years. It was interesting though because in high school, I mean, in junior high school, I take it back. I was at uh, one forty three, okay. and then we have a, a high school, uh, G, a middle school team. So we used to play within class against class against class. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So seventh grade year. There was a kid that everyone was talking about. His name is Cesar Sanchez. He's probably one of the greatest players I've ever come across in my life, man. You still you know keep in touch? He's got some stuff going on with okay. his life right okay. now. But, you know, I spoke to him. Actually, Heim FaceTimed me when he seen him in Harlem. Oh. I was talking to Heim the other day, actually. He told me he ran by him. Yeah, and this kid, this kid was phenomenal, man. I'm talking really? about, and i never seen the kid before, mm -hmm. you know, and... I was one of the better players in the seventh grade. You know, I was tall. I could jump, this, this, and that. And they said, there's a kid, man. Caesar Sanchez, they call him Emo. He better than you, Rick. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> your, your peers telling you. Yeah. yeah. It was like, yo, we seen him play, man. And I'll tell you this right now. No question. Oh, wow. No question. Like, I'm, I'm not embarrassed to say this kid. His talent just ooze, man. And this is junior high. Junior high, man. So, you know, he goes into eighth grade, and I'm in seventh, I want to say. And then the next year, I'm in eighth, and he goes to GW, man. And as a freshman, he starts. And, you know, I, I, I tried to get the haze, okay. you know, but I, it didn't work out for me. Yep. So, you know, we go to the neighborhood high school. And Tell me real quick. Was Manny Ramirez also there? Manny was already gone. He was gone. He was. Okay. He, I think Manny was two years before I got there. Okay. But, you know, eighth grade year goes through it. You know, I, I'm playing great in junior high school. I'm the best player in the school. Then I get to high school, man. And this dude, man, oh, phenomenal. I'm talking about phenomenal. And I had, it was it was crazy because my freshman year is me and my best friend, Nelson Pena. Mm -hmm. 
and we both trying out for varsity. You know, we both trying out, we gonna, we gonna go to varsity, whatever, whatever. And some dude, I forget his name, Marvin something, transferred from like Park West. Mm -hmm. He was like six, seven, big, athletic. He was a junior, senior. And the coach, I remember the coach, middleman says, man, you guys might have to play JV this year because we're going to take him. You got to get him, yeah. We're going to take him and you two guys will get y'all next year. <laughs> Funny enough, my man doesn't um, make it academically. Oh. So he don't make it, I get the spot. Nice. You know, I get the spot. That's how I made the varsity team. Freshman year. Freshman year. And then the funny part about it is practice and practice and the coach starts me. Starts me. And then, you he know, saw the dog. Yeah, he saw he saw something, man, because, you know, it, it was crazy because, you know, Caesar was the man of the team. Mm -hmm. You know, then we had some other guys like John Quelo, Eddie Lopez, Floyd Berger that had played JV last year, was successful in JV, and all came on that varsity team. So I was the new Jack, you know, I was like, I don't know what's going on, I'm right, just going right. to play with these dudes. Right. And sure enough, man, we made it all the way to the city championships my freshman year, man. Would you, looking back at that year, your freshman year, would you say that that was a hell of a competition you had to go through just to be a starter? Like, you feel like the team was like, yo, is it going to be tough for you to be? Yeah, it was It was yeah, tough. It was really, really tough. I think I got some breaks, like, you know, like with my man not being not eligible and, mm -hmm. you know, knowing some of the guys and just, just playing hard because there was some talent on that team yeah. you know but I guess I fit the role that the coach was looking for right. and you know it just took off man like we was a bunch of Dominicans man from the heights and next yeah. thing you know we playing in Madison Square Garden yes. for the city championships you know? who did so, y'all play? my freshman year we played Transit Tech interesting played Transit Tech. yeah yeah Transit Tech and it was funny because that freshman year we played against Wingate and we played them um, we played Wingate I think it was like Fourth, fifth, fifth game of the season up, I think it's Brooklyn, wherever the hell they yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these dudes beat them. I'm talking about, I've never gotten smoked like that. I'm talking about these dudes came out. And from they, the tip? And like, it wasn't a game. We walked in the gym and it was a wrap. Like At Madison Square. No, no, no. This oh, was this before, was before. The, before we got there, right? Got so it. we playing these dudes and they beat us. I'm talking about, like, my man one, shook my man off his shoes. I'm like, these dudes oh, is men. Shit. We get back on the train and we like, oh, took off. Like we start going off. So in the playoffs, we playing the Riverbank, uh -huh. and we playing uh, home team. We playing some team right there. So if we win this game, we got Wingate the next round. So them dudes is in the stands. This is the quarterfinals. Wingate's in the stands cheering us on. Oh, they want it. They like, yeah, we beat that. Yeah. You know, we got, we gonna get them again. We gonna get them again. They cheering us. Are you hearing that? Yeah, we see them in the, yeah, yeah, G-Dubs, yeah, yeah. They jumping oh, up in the stands. We win the game. Man, that semifinals was crazy. It was crazy. We got didn't play that same day. No, nah, we played, we played, I think, that no, wasn't the next day. I think it was a couple days later. Okay, okay. We got them in the semifinals and, you know, everybody thought they were gonna blow us out. Yeah. And we beat them. We beat them. They were and the favorites. League? Competitively. It was a competitive game. I, you know, I wish it that. That was a hell of a game. But we got them, and we got to the finals, and we played Transit Tech in the finals, man. And we had multiple opportunities, man, but they just came up on top. Wow. You know, wow. freshman year. That was my freshman year, and I remember going to uh, – the coach took me to the award ceremony before Madison Square Garden. You got Stephen Marbury there because he was at Lincoln. Yeah, right. okay. He was at Lincoln yep. at that time. You got all these dudes, and I'm like, who are these guys, man? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm a young pup. Right. So it was it was an amazing experience, man. Freshman year. Tell me about what y'all felt when you heard, you, you know, them cheering you on. They wanted you to face you. Like, what was what was the growing sentiment around your team? Like, were people upset? Was y'all happy? What was that? Well, I was scared. 
Word? I was nervous. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. After I was that ass yeah, 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 I was you nervous. Appreciate I'm, that. You know, I was nervous because I'm like, damn, we got to play them dudes again? Right. And it was not like they beat us by, no, they beat them. Spanked. They yeah. spanked us. And them dudes are good. <laughs> but you know what's the funny part is, 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 is your emotions and your adrenaline take you to a different level mm-hmm. when, 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 when it's competition. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I've been scared, not scared, but butterfly in every game I played in my life right. until the ball goes up in the air and then I forget what's going on and I just go and play. You feel me? You so lock in. I lock in. So, yeah, I was nervous. I was like, wow. You know, we were talking about it, but next thing you know, my man, Emo, Cesar Sanchez had an amazing game and we, we pulled through, man. We wow, pulled through. man. That's what's up. We pulled up. through. That's we got to the chip, man. First time ever J- George Washington ever went to the ch- city championship game. Oh, you a part of history. Yeah, man. man. Wish we would have won it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, man. That's close enough. <laughs> hey, first time y'all got that far. Though. Yeah, so now it was the first time. And then, you know, we came back. We lost the game. We was all disappointed. You, you came know? back second the next year to the chip? The whole team came back. Oh, oh, oh. The whole okay. team came back to GW. Okay. And we ran through this. this we was in the... We ran through the whole division that year. We go back to the championship again wow. as the favorites. I don't know if y'all remember with that big brawl in Madison Square yeah, Garden I where it was yeah, the school. That was GW girls Robinson. That was oh, my team. Oh man! So you the one we got so to blame. So it's your fault. Yeah, I missed the three foul shots too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was a, it. Was a back and forth. That game was back and forth. Um, you know, I think that the whole team. That year got better coming back because we had confidence and we played. You know, chemistry. The chemistry was amazing. And for myself, now going my second year at it, now I, it was it was different for me. Now I had to show what was my worth. Okay. You know, and I went from like averaging ten my freshman year to averaging nineteen my sophomore year, ah. and being one of the top players in the city. Wow, so, that's a big jump. Yeah, it was just like. You know, because I, I just think that I, I felt more comfortable in my surroundings. But you had to, you must have done something over that summer. Like, what what was, you You failed at getting the chip. Yeah. Was that immediately, like, the motivator? Like, yo, I got to I gotta rev these engines and do something this summer? Or was this natural? Well, I started playing with Riverside Church now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I started playing with the church. Okay. You know, so, you know, that alone motivated me because some goose was talented, mm-hmm. man. You know, we had, we had high-level players there. You know, I'm talking about Willie Durst, Ron Ron, all them guys. Yeah. So playing outside of the city and seeing competition from other states now. Whole different ball game. Now it's a whole different ball game, man. Now you got talent that you've never seen before. Was the talent, would you say, on the whole, was it better than what you were competing with in, in, the, in the city? I, I, I'll say so because you got all-star teams now. You know, uh, okay. you got the best right, players from different the, states. The AAU squad. Yeah, so, right, you right. know, now you're competing against a high level. Right. And you come back now, your confidence is at an all-time high. You're like, man, I competed against all these dudes around the country now. Mm-hmm. So now it's time It's time to go to work. So now and, and now I'm jumping high, I can yeah. dunk, this, this, and that. So now I'm just trying to be disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be disrespectful now. I'll be honest with y'all. And we got to the chip, man. And I remember it was crazy because... We were the favorites, and it went to double, is it double overtime? No, it went to overtime. I had the game-winning shot, and I got fouled, tie ball game with two seconds left. You hit it and got no, fouled? No, no, no. Oh, it was a tie ball fouled. game. I got the ball, sh- threw it, got hit, three five shots with two seconds left. Get to the line, missed the first one. Get to the line, missed the second one. Get to the line, missed the third one. Overtime. Oh, so I missed three. Yeah, man. To this day, man. That, what, that, what do you think it was? Just that moment was just a, 
I just got, think got to your head. I just think I am Megan. To be it. honest, so you weren't even. It wasn't like nervous? a nerve thing. Yeah, I, nah, to be honest, you, I was sick. I had the flu. Oh, oh all right, Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah, I had. Yeah. I was sick as hell, man. I remember my sister told me I couldn't play. She didn't want me to play. So you had a flu game. How many points you scored that game? Like six, seven. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, so was, you know what? That's the coach's fault. We don't yeah. blame the coach on this. <laughs> we don't blame the coach. Hey, yeah. Coach, yeah, we but, coming after you, man. Yeah, but it was tough, man. You know, you know, my sister raised me. Oh, really? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my mom passed when oh, I was okay. in eighth grade, right. you know, so she raised me and my brother, you know. Shout out to my sister, wow. man. How you much know? older was your sister? My sister's three years older than us. So yeah. my mom passed when she was in eighth. When I, when I was in eighth, so my sister was, I want to say, a junior. A junior going to be a senior wow. in high school. She had she had a wow. kid already. She already had her kid. Okay. So we was she was looking after the kid, looking after us. So it was it was tough, man. The streets was it was real, man. It was real. And she well, and she did her thing, man. You know, to this day, man, like, you know, everybody got their superheroes. Every got everybody got somebody that like, damn, like what she did for me, my brother, and what she did for the family, you know, looking after us and everything, you know, to this day, you know, superhero. Yeah, that's you know? a big sacrifice. Man. Yeah, yeah, she sacrificed a lot, man. You know, she had to put clothes on our back. She had to put food in, you know what I'm saying? All of it. Mind you, she had to take care of a kid, too. Wow. You know, so it was it was tough for her, you know, but, you know, she blessed us, man. She, you know, she put us on the straight and narrow. We kept straight, me and my brother. You know, we've had great careers, man. That's so, so amazing, man. Yeah, man. What's so. her name, man? Give a big shout out to my sis, Jessie. You know, I love you, ma. Yeah, always yeah, always yo. thinking about you, mommy. That's, you know, so. yo, that, that's just probably this. Heart touching of a moment we've had on Dribble and Dobbs yeah. this far, man. Like, yeah, no, I appreciate that. No, you was, saying that it was like, damn, I could see the tears. You know what I mean? I yeah. could see you getting a little. Yeah, no, it was it was hard, no, but you know what, man? She's a strong woman. You know, um, she's doing her thing now. She lives in PA now. She works actually at MTA. She drives the buses, so oh, she's nice. you know she has two she young ones. Up, she commu commutes up here. Yeah, she commutes from PA. You know, she got a nice little house up there now okay. with her kids. She's doing really well, you know, and I, I'm just, I'm proud of her, man. You know, I'm yeah, proud of her. You know, yeah, we shout all. Shout out, Jesse. Yeah, she did her thing, man. She did her thing. So, can we go, can we, I want to kind of dig a little deeper there. Okay. If, if I may. Because um, now this dynamic creates, obviously, challenges, right? Mm -hmm. um, not having the, the main parental figure in your life. Mm -hmm. Not really having your dad around. Your sister becomes your de facto mom. Mm -hmm. And she's not that much older, yeah. right? So, how do you guys like? What kind of? Imagine a ton of struggle, but like, how do you go from G Dub to Cheshire Cheshire Academy? Yeah. Cheshire Academy, yeah, so which is nice. which is dis distant, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Connecticut might as well call it a whole different world at that moment in time. How does that even happen? Well, you know, well before we even get into, I yeah. want to shout out my two aunties too, man. You know what I'm saying, and my older brother for also, you know during that time looking after me and my brother and taking care of us man you know so I just want to give him a quick shout yeah, out you yeah, know yeah, for sure. can't go go without being noticed but um it's interesting that you mentioned that because my junior year I become the top player in Manhattan oh. I become all city first team all city and I get invited to all American camp okay nice. you know so my biggest issue was my, my academics. Okay. You know, that was my, my biggest my Your biggest Achilles problem. Heel. Yeah, because just like the majority is all now as an older man I think about my son. And I'm saying academics is in the forefront of everything. Right. You know? But for me, growing up, it was athletics. I felt that that was the only way I can get out of my situation. Right. You know, I, I knew I wasn't gonna be a doctor. I knew I wasn't gonna be a lawyer. Right. So I, I I put my all into the game of basketball, mm -hmm. you know, and 
academically, I struggled. I struggled sure. mightily. So I remember one of my coaches, uh, Al Morales, um, shout out to Big Al, he was coaching my brother's team. You know, he Jeff's was team? Jeff's team. Yeah. Uh, it was at St. Elizabeth. They were young, young oh, yeah. group, you know, and they still together. They still, you know, shout out to all the boys. But, I said, uh, by the way, one of our uh, alumni on the show, uh, Mike Jones, Mike D.P. Jones. Oh, yes, sir. He's a, he's a coach there now yeah, at St. Yeah. Elizabeth. Mike Jones is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike that's Jones. the homie. That's the yeah, homie. He's a problem. <laughs> he's a problem. Oh, nice. wow. So, so go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, you good. So um, I was playing with him, you know, with Caesar, okay. with M.O., yeah. and we were always playing these Dominican tournaments all through the city. Right. Like he'll grab me and, my, and, and Caesar Sanchez, and he's like, come on, we're going to go play in this tournament over here because he's still playing. Yeah. You know? And you, Al, Al, Al Morales, grab you and put you on his own team. Yeah, ball. and we just play in different tournaments, right. this here, here, and there, you know. And I remember my junior year, you know, I had a great season, but my academics weren't were, weren't great, and I needed to get out of the city. Okay, you know, I needed to a change of environment. Yeah, yeah, take that next step and, and start focusing in on my, my future. You know, and I remember, like yesterday, I was uh, I was in the New York City. Um, New Jersey game, shout out to Tim Thomas, Lamar Odom, all them dudes, nice. you know. And we played, and I'm sitting there talking to Philippe, and I'm asking him his advice, you yeah. know, because I'm Philippe. Huh? What you think? And he's like, yo, you got to do what's best. You got you to gotta get, get it right. So I remember calling Al and telling him, yo, I'm going to make that move. You know, I think I need to go to prep school. I need to make that move. And I remember a big article came out in the paper said Ricardo Greer is leaving the city. I had, hey man, I had people in the Heights coming up to me. You leaving? Hold on, wait, wait. Was it like leaked news or you reported that? To nah, somebody? I just said because I guess um, Al had spoken to got it, got it, got it. my high school coach okay. and, and it just became, he's leaving the city. He's going to, he's taking his talents to Connecticut and right. I'm getting people. My sister didn't want me to go. She's like, you know, and, and, and all these people from the Heights were like, why are you leaving? You know, we're going to our senior year, man. It's your senior year, yeah. man. We're going to blow it up over here. And I'm like, yo. It is what it is. You know, I felt bad. Sure. But in a sense... Yeah, you, you had know, a fan base. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I, I knew that I had to do what was best for the future. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And, you know, I, I took it to Cheshire, man. And, you know, shout out to Coach Casson, man. He's always been like a father figure to me, you know. and Love him to death. Love his wife, Kathy. And, you know, and he took me in, man. He took me into Cheshire. And, you know, I go into Cheshire. And it's, I'm talking about... Heights, Cheshire, Connecticut. Whole that's a totally different ball different game, worlds. man. It's a different. different you know, I, I saw things that I thought I'd never see in my life up there, mm-hmm. man. So I remember my first day I go up there. Al Morales drove me, and I had two trash bags as my luggage. Oh, that was my luggage. Wow. I had two trash bags, man. That's how that you know. I, yeah. You know, I, that's all I had. You know, I had my socks were broke. You know, but you know, I was out there to do something. You know, right, and right. I remember he put me in the room. He said, "Yo, you ain't coming back." Yo. He said, you ain't coming back. And I'm like, all right. You know, so you, and you see, I got facial hair. Now I had to shave my face. Yeah. You know, I had to wear a tie. You know, you had to get up in the morning and, and do your bed. You know, before you went to class, if you had a room check and you didn't do your bed, that means you couldn't go out after dinner. You had to stay in your room. It was like, I was like, you know, every day I was getting, you know, because I didn't know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it was a, it was a learning curve, but it taught me how to be, a man that taught me how to be responsible to the point where it's the best decision I made for my for life. your circumstance. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It just taught me. It taught me it was different. So That's you know, Ill. yeah, yeah. They 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 walk you I mean prep yeah. school generally speaking is that formation. They trying to give you that formation. Yeah, it was whew. 
But what, okay, so I, I understand that you, you got Felipe's advice, you got other people's advice. What exactly, specifically to this prep school? Why this school? Who was out there that kind of got you to go? Like, what, what it was, was it? It was funny because it was a different kind of, it was like four or five of them, man. I went to visit like four of them. And I was like, all right, you know, all right. And I remember we playing, and I don't know if, y'all, if they still have it in the city, the wheelchair classic. Yeah, 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 I've been there. I've been there. So I remember um, the coach from Cheshire, Coach Casson, comes down to the wheelchair classic. So we beat the Bronx and Brooklyn beats Queens. So the finals is Manhattan versus Brooklyn. So you got Sham God on my team. Uh, you have Stephon Marbury. The Brooklyn squad. The Brooklyn squad. Then you got, you know, I'm there, but I'm a junior. You know, I'm the junior. They the seniors. I'm a junior. So all the hype is on them. Mind you, I had like 30 the first game against the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But the hype is on them too. Meanwhile, meanwhile, he said he can't shoot. I just want want that terrible (laughs) shooter. 30 point, he can't shoot. Just shoot a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, James Harden. I wish I had that step back though. I wish I had that. It's it's not your error, but nah, it's all good. So he comes to the game and Riverbank is packed. I'm talking about everybody's in there. And the first play of the game, I'm talking about off the jump ball. Okay. Jump ball. Sham gets it, throws it straight up. I took one dribble. I, I, I remember like it was just, I took one dribble inside the three-point line and just took off. And boom, dunked it as hard as I can. I ended up with 36 that game. God. Were you the leading scorer? I was the leading scorer. Okay. Sham, got, Sham got, got MVP. What? You know what I'm saying? Deserved, man. That dude was different. You know, yeah, but it was yeah. cool. I didn't, you know, for me, you know, it was just a pleasure to play in it. Yeah, for right. sure. I remember the coach, after that one play, he comes after me. And he goes, after the game, he says, um, you're coming to Cheshire Academy. <laughs> he said, he just said, you're coming to Cheshire Academy. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Did you know, you, you already knew him because you had visited. No, I, I, I hadn't visited yet. Oh. That was the first time he seen me play. So that's your first oh. introduction to him. Yeah, he he's said, not you're like, coming. Hi, how you doing? He's like, yo, no, you're he, coming he to Cheshire. He said, you're coming. He said, you're coming. <laughs> you know, he said, you're coming. Got a spot for you. Everything's paid for. You're good. You're good. You're good. Ah, so that's oh. when it when it all trickled down now. You know, the papers, everybody's asking me what I'm doing. I'm in camp, and, you know, so that's when it all trickled down to that, me going to Cheshire. But, okay, but at that particular time, when after that game, were you already considering prep Yeah, I was thinking about all it. Right, but I he was, knew, did he know that? Yeah, because he was there with my with my coach, Al Morales, at the oh, time. Oh, okay, You know, okay. big shout-out to Mr. Couch, Sean Couch, Rick Nurse, and all the other, Dykeman, man. Yeah. Dykeman Basketball, man. So that was that was my first AAU program that I played for with Dykeman with, with Basketball. With Mr. Couch? With Mr. Couch. Wow. Mr. Couch, man. He, he actually was the man that helped me get to Cheshire also with Al Morales. Uh, you know, he said, we got to go, man. So, you know, shout out to Mr. Couch, man. How's he doing? Do you keep in touch? I know he's... Last time I spoke to Mr. Couch, actually, last time I saw Mr. Couch was in the city, actually, I had dinner with him and Ice. With oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, Mr. Couch has been a great man, great mentor, and great people. He's done a lot for the, for the high Yeah, team. yeah, man. Dykeman, man. Yeah, Dykeman. So, yo, Dykeman. He, he's a legend. He's a legend. Oh, yeah. Millbank. We used to go to Millbank. We used to go um, to... Uh, What's that other little park? Uh, damn. There's another little joint right on 145th before you get to the Bronx, right in that little corner right there. Oh, it's outside, man. I can man. see it. I don't remember I don't the name. remember the name of it either, yeah. man, but we used to be in all them parks with Mr. Couch, man. That's so, true. but yeah, that's that was my that was my journey to, to Cheshire. I, I wanted to, so, um, okay, 
It's, we're going to go back a little bit because off air we were talking about gauchos. Yes, okay? sir. And we talked about how when you were 15 years old, it was your first time out of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to us about that experience and talk to us also about like where'd you go. I know you told them, you know, talk for the viewers yeah. and stuff what that experience was and who was on your team also. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, People no doubt. So that. I remember going to the gauchos and, and, um, <laughs> and our, we played one tournament. I remember it was with Camacho. Bruno Camacho, he was actually the assistant, assistant coach of LaSalle with Sham God. Okay. And he was our coach with the Chos. Mm-hmm. So it was me, Bernard Barrow, Stefan Marbury, Ramel Lloyd, Ernest Brown, mm-hmm. Sharif Fordham. Uh, had some, actually, my man, uh, Stevie DeMay, uh, DeMay, uh, what's my man? Stevie at uh, head coach of Manhattan College. Uh, I can't remember his name. I know. Yeah, Steve, about. my man. He was he was with us too. So um, I almost said Demello, but he was the ex rice coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, we all we all went down to, to, to France. I remember we went. We flew down to France. We played in Switzerland. I actually Damn. won the dunk contest in Switzerland. Look at that! I won the dunk Where's contest. The yeah, I won. you know what's funny though? I have a tape at home. When I went back to France, as you know, I went back, yeah. and the people that helped us and was touring with us in France Call gave me video. a tape of a game when we played Russia. Yo, you got to digitize that. Yeah, hey, it's amazing because I still got it, right? Yeah, I want to see that. We have to and, have that. And you so, got to give the people Yeah, that. so I got to get that tape. I have it at the crib, though, man. So, yeah. So Call I, me if you need help, bro. Yeah. We're going to get that shit on the internet. That's Seriously? amazing. It's amazing, yeah, man. man. That was It was crazy because we pressing and we running around, and you see all of us just, you know, young babies, man. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, but yeah, that was my first time ever internationally, like, you know, to this day, man, you know, being over there, meeting them people, I never would have thought. I would I would have played there 15 years. Never my my wildest imaginations ever would have thought I would have been back there and, and built the career I did there. But the world works in mysterious ways. That's man. a beautiful thing, man. So your yeah. majority of your time over there was in France. Yeah. So after leaving Pitt, hold on. Okay, let's go back. Yeah, I skipped over. We glossed over. No, you good. So you uh, you hit Cheshire. Yes, sir. How was that experience? It you was, spent how many, two years? I spent two years at Cheshire, so um, my first year, you know, like I said, it was uh, it was, it was was different, but, you know, we had an amazing team, man. We had... Think, Anybody we might know? I think 10 of us went D1. Wow. 10 of us. Um, we had one, Donovan Stewart, that played at UNLV, Ronell Blizzard, that went to UMass, rest in peace, oh, Jamal man. Hunter played at Duquesne, Justin wow. Mott played at Florida State, um... We had a couple of more dudes that went like lower level, went throb and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we we had a crew. But you also got to remember, man, that, that at that era the Nepsack was serious, man. Like Khan was at MCI. He was already at Pitt, I think, at that era, yeah. at that time. But no, he wasn't at Pitt. I think he was at JUCO before he went Juco. to Pitt. Yep. But MCI was a problem. They had mm-hmm. this kid called Bobby Moore, Sam Funches. They had Mama Diara that played at Auburn and in the NBA. You had St. Thomas Moore with Eddie Coda. Um, Devin Ed D's. Yeah, I'm talking about it stacked. was stacked and stacked. Like every game, it was a problem. You know, so you went in there and you was playing against high level competition every day, every day. And I remember, you know, I went in there, did what we had to do. Had a great, great uh, uh, first year there. I think I averaged like around 25 a game. Damn. You know, and Killed you know, was, was fortunate enough to get invited back to ABCD camp in Jersey. Okay. Nice. You know, I got to meet a lot of guys there. You know, a lot of friends. And it's, a, it's all college coaches, right? Yeah. Running all everything. Yeah. So yeah. you have the college. You have the college players are as your um, 
counselors. Right, right. And then you have, you know, college coaches will come and watch you play. Yeah. So that second year, I went in there with a different mindset than my first year there. Because I think my first year, I, I was nervous and I didn't do what I had to yeah. do. You were overwhelmed. It was yeah, a lot. It was, I'm talking about you in there with Kobe. You in there with, with, with Tim Thomas, Lester Earl, Khalid Lamine, you know, so you over here with some some Rip Hamilton, you know, mm -hmm. you got some top dogs there. Mm -hmm. That's, That's That second year, you go into it knowing what you need to do. And finally enough, my brother got invited to it too. So y'all both went together? Yeah, we were oh, both there man. together. He got invited, he was he got invited late, but he got in there too. Did he do the G-Dub route also? No, he went all through Hayes. Oh, all right, right, years. So right. my brother, my right. brother, like to go back, my brother was like around five, five, ten. Okay. And then one summer, he grew to 6'6". Six, six. Wow. Yeah, I'm talking about, and I remember to this day, his first dunk was at Riverbank on the layup line. We, we, yeah, we in the layup man. line. It's, it's crazy because I brought him with me to the Gauchos. Yeah. I said, yo, you going to play this tournament with us? And right. He's 6'6 six, six now. So the first one, he goes up, and he's over the rim and lays it up. And I'm like, yo, my man, just, just dunk that. it. Yeah. So the next one, I lie to you now, his first dunk, the next one, he jumps and turns around and dunks it backwards. Bow! Get the fuck out of here. I lie to you now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Did, man. did it look finesse? No, it, it, like, looked, it, looked, it looked amazing. I'm so he's been practicing. No, I was like, I was like, wow, wow. So he grew, and now his recruitment went up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? From junior to senior year, he's one of the top players in the city now. Wow. You know, so I'm one of the top players in in, in, in Connecticut, Nepsack. He's one of the top players in the city. He's actually getting recruited by Bobby Kremens Okay. At G Tech, yep. you know, he got Iona. He got all these schools. So. We went to all American campus. Now I had a different mindset, man. I'm going to this. You going to eat? I gotta, I gotta prove myself, man. Mm -hmm. A lot of these dudes that I play against during the season, they all hit ranked, and I, I gotta, I gotta figure this one out now. Right. So I went in there with a different mindset, and you know, I, I played, I played my ass off, man. You know, I, I, I went out there, I competed. You know, I did what I had to do on the basketball court, but to this day, I regret because you know, when you go to those camps, you gotta um go to math class and you got to go to a reading class in the morning. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was and, all hoops. Nah. Ah. And they take you through these steps, you know, if you want to be a college athlete. And just like my immaturity took the best out of me, I'm like, I'm not going to that, man. Right. You know, I'm out here to play ball. And they tell you before you even start the camp, if you don't go to these classes, you're not making the top 20. Hmm. You don't go to these classes. You're not making the top 20. I'm like, dang, there's no way in hell. Right. You know? Mind you, that's the same camp Tracy McGrady came in, and he was the last person that they invited to camp. Oh. I don't know if y'all seen the footage yeah. of him doing the windmill yeah. in the top 20 yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is funny because that first day we there, I'm playing. I think I had like 21. Dude goes, we had the lunch, and dude comes up to me. You seen that dude? I'm like, who? Some dude from Florida, man. Dude's amazing. He's like 6'8". I'm like, who? Like, it was Tracy McGrady. It was wow. T-Mac. It was T-Mac. And that was his coming out party. That was his coming out party. Yeah. He didn't rank. Nobody. nobody knew who he was. Yeah. He left the camp. Number one player in the country. Yeah. Wow. He left the camp. Number one player in the country. So, you know, make it long story short, played or whatever. So, when we lost, we lost in the championship game to Dion Glover. Mm. And, wow. excuse my language, he was a different animal, man. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, everybody was in the camp ready for this game because we similar. Yeah, big, yeah. big guards. And I remember he came down, made a move on me. I, I came down, shot it, and then actually, you know, it was back and forth. But you know, he got the best of me. Uh -huh. So we lose the game. So then they start calling out the top twenty. So I'm like, I'm definitely in here. You know, I'm one of the top scores in the camp. You know, there's mm -hmm. no way. They didn't get in. No Greer, nowhere. No Greer, nowhere. Well, well, your brother was there too. Did he? Yeah, get... nah, he didn't get okay. invited either. But 
the guy comes up to me, and I'm like, my, I told my coach, what's, what's going on? You know, what's the deal? He said, you didn't go to class. You didn't go to class. And, you know, at that time, I was like, man, I can't believe it. You know, I'm mad at the world. Right. I'm mad at the world. So I go back up to my room. I remember going back up to my room and going to sleep. You got to sleep it off. I slept, sleep I slept, the angle yeah, off. Yeah, I slept the angle off. But this is funny, though, because after the game, <laughs> camp's over. Mm-hmm. Everybody going their merry way. Right. So I'm sleeping it off. I'm like, I ain't picking up. I took the phone off, the hook. I'm like, I'm just going to stay in our room. Boom, 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 boom. It's the door. I'm like, yeah. I got up. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's our Philippe brother, Anthony Lopez. He's hmm. like, what are you doing? Your sister's calling me nonstop. He's like, yo, I'm mad. This is like, yo, you crazy? Everybody thought something happened to you. Yeah. So he opens the door, and it's Ernest Brown and Lamar Odom waiting on me. Get out wow. of here. Yeah. It was Ernest and Lamar. Me, Ernest, Lamar, and Ant get in the car. And I'm the first stop off the bridge because it was at Fairleigh Dickinson. They right. dropped me off in the Heights. And I remember my man Lope putting the music on blaring. And these two, 6'11 and 6'10, yeah, get out of the car and start to dance in the merengue in front of my house. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was priceless. It was priceless. So, I can, actually, I can. I remember when I, when I used to go to school with Ernest, he'd be a goofball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he, yeah you know, yeah. so Ernest came to Cheshire. Ernest was in Cheshire with me for one year. I did oh, not know. He was there. He was not for one year. He was there for a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would have stayed. He was just amazing, man. Yeah, but, you know, he had some other stuff going yeah, on, yeah, you know. Yeah. But shout out to Big E. Brown. Yes. Um, but yeah, though, so that summer, um, you know, we going through it, but my AAU team, I, I switched. I went to Riverside Church now. Yep. Now I'm playing with the church. It was Eric Barkley was the point guard. Mm, yep. I played the two with Ron Artest was the three. Wow. Anthony Glover was the four. Anthony Glover. Mm. Elton Brand was the five. That's right. Then we had Aki Thomas. We had Reggie Jesse. So you were the two. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's incredible. We, we, I saw a we, I picture. Think, I, now actually, I think we lost one game that summer. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. I know. We lost to them boys from Cali with Bernard. Uh, what's my man named? Baron Davis and all them. Baron Shea Do- Cotton. Ooh. All them guys. They beat us. And then we got them in the championship and smoked them. Yeah? Yeah. But I'm talking about. we had a wow. Yeah. Elton God. Brand, man. Ron Artest is probably the best defender I've ever seen. Like, he was yeah. six, seven long arms. Just was a problem. Yeah, and Deion Glover, man, yeah. like he's number muscles. Yeah, nah, shout out Ron Artest for yeah. breaking yeah. Michael Jordan's ribs. Yeah, now nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Ron Artest was, you know, a great teammate, man. Great, great, really? great teammate. You know, dope. great person, and you know, hell of a competitor, man. Like you get on the floor with him, you know you good. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> he got he got the ultimate dog. In yeah, him. like you I know you no, good. No joke. I want to know more about you and your game. Okay, mm-hmm. who did you pattern your game off? Of? If I didn't know and I've never seen you play before, yeah, who would I be getting? What would I be getting in in Ricardo Greer as far as his player? Like the ultimate competitor first, man. You know, I it was a phase I wanted to be Mark Jackson. It was a phase. Oh, I, yeah, it was a phase I wanted to be P. Ewing. Look at those extremes. Yeah, it was two extremes. You know, dope. you know, growing up, you know, I want to bring the ball like that. You know, and then yeah, I want to get in the post. You know, That's dope. but the biggest, the biggest thing was, you know. I was just a competitor, man. I don't know who I played like. You know, I, I never tried to play like no one. I just tried to play hard, man. You know, and, and had a, like, like I said, a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. You know, it was a chip. When I say that, I say more, were you, did you lean more to slashing? Yeah. And ball handle, or were you like a better sh- you I was you like a point shoot. forward. Okay. I was like okay. a point forward. Like so, it. you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but my freshman year at Pitt, I started at, at the three. 
but I played point guard sometimes to alleviate one of the best players ever to play at Pitt, Vontigo Cummins. Yeah, he was Vontigo. a first-round pick. So I, I used to get off the ball, and get on the ball, and have him come off of screens, and then I also played the four. Wow. So I was all over the court when I was at Pitt, you know, okay. which helped me That's because incredible. it taught me how to play different positions and read the game. So when I from became, different vantage yeah, points. Yeah, from different yeah. vantage points. So the older I got at Pitt, it was easier to know where I was going to eat and where I needed to, you know what I'm saying? Because I was already thrown into the fire, right. you know? You know, shout out to Coach Willard and all them guys for helping me with that, you know? Yeah. But that 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 molded my game, you know, to being able to pass but also being able to score, mm -hmm. you know? And I was always a, a good rebounder. I was going to say. You, that was my biggest no, thing. No, you weren't a good rebounder. <laughs> you know? I think, I think you led the, t the, the conference. Yeah, the, my, my, my junior year. Yo, you year. man humble, man. Yeah. You man modest. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that was the big deal. Yeah. Don't nah, let me be man. a big deal. Throw that shit out for yo, a little while. Yo, nah. you were the biggest, yo, you were one of the best scorers, if not the best, and then the best rebounder. You led your team in almost every statistical category. Yeah, the, the one thing. Ain't so modest. Yo, nah, but the one, the one thing I wish. Yeah, shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 6.05. How are you on time? Um, what time we got to leave here? I think we're going to leave around 6.30. Hey, okay. Brett. Yeah, find out. Brett, we leaving at 6.30? Yeah, we're leaving at 6.30. Okay. Okay. Just so we cognizant. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. No, you good. Right. Coach, my coach is amazing, man. My, my boss is, is amazing. I, w I do want to get into how that whole dynamic yeah, occurred. Yeah, nah. Maybe, if we get there. Nah, we'll get there. No, but like, like I was saying, so that, that, that really helped me through my college career. Mm -hmm. It was the positions that they put me in to be successful. You know, yeah. one thing that I do wish that I learned when I was playing pro that I wish I could have as a college player is the understanding that winning is more important than everything. That's right. You know, and I didn't understand it, and I try to teach it to some of my, my guys here. You know, you can be successful as a basketball player, but when you win, it changes your whole aura, man. So so you say that because you felt like you were more about self? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm... I'm, I'm Honest, and I, and I say it to some of the kids on my team, and I say it to my son. You know, when I was in college, it was about Ricardo Greer. Yeah. You know, it was but, about, but I mean, to your defense, I would say your circum and a lot of kids too. They, yeah. they have, you know, they're a lot of challenge early on. Yeah. And this is kind of, you know, like they say, you either got a wicked jump shot or you, you know, yeah. you yeah. the crack, crack, yeah. whatever. Yeah, but, no, you're right. But like you, I can't. I can't blame you necessarily mm. for approaching the game all about me, sharpening my skills, yeah. showing out, because you came from a situation where you don't want to go back there. Yeah, yeah, that was that so was my biggest motivation. That was my biggest motivation. Right. Was never wanting to go back to where I came from. Right. So, you know, I had to learn though, you know, and it didn't happen until my senior year in the garden. You know, it didn't happen until my senior year because my sophomore year we get ranked top fifteen, top twenty in the country. Mm. But things go wrong, yeah. and we end up like losing eight in a row, and then you know, coach gets fired, yeah. and then we they bring in a new coach. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, God, oh, we got a new coach. I'm not sure if he's gonna want me here. I'm right. the I'm the returning leader school on this team, but I'm not sure the situation. He comes in, and the first thing he says is, if none of you want to be here, whatever. Y'all can walk out the door. Hmm. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow, you know, wow. So I'm, you know, I'm thinking to myself, maybe I, 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 I might need to leave. Maybe this is the situation. So I remember my one of the guys that was calling me, Ricardo, what's you, what you gonna do? This, this, and that. And I'm like, I'm not sure yet. You know, I'm, I'm talking to Maryland. 
but I'm not sure if I want to go yet. Steve Francis just declared to the NBA draft, so I'm like, maybe that's a spot for me. But right. then I thought to myself, I'm like, man, I never ran from anything in my life, man. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to start running now. So, you know, it was the best decision I made because to this day, Coach Howland, love him to death, man. That's mm-hmm. my man. He's at Mississippi State right now, mm-hmm. head coach of Mississippi State. He took UCLA to three Final Fours. Wow. But he changed the pit program. So our first year with him, we took our lumps. You right. know, we took our lumps, you know, and that was the year where, you know, I, I, I averaged like 20 and 10. But, wow. you know, he had faith in me, man. You know, he didn't recruit me. He didn't right. bring me there. He wasn't, you weren't his guy. No, I wasn't his guy. Right. But he took me in like I was, I was his guy. And he mm-hmm. treated me like I was his guy because I bought into what he was trying to do, you know. And I understood that it was about the program. It was about Pitt, man. It was about me no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because when I leave, Pitt's still going to be there, right. man. That's right. All of us been through it. Orlando, you know, Ham, Jerry, all of us. Ronald Ramon, mm-hmm. you know. What do you think it was that he came into the locker room and just blurted out like, yo, y'all want to leave? Like, what was that about? Man, he just came, he kept it a buck, man. You know, it wasn't about, like, massaging people's egos and trying to, ah, you the man. No, nah, he's like, you don't have to work for your shit, man. Yeah. Nigga, you got work. And you know, at first, I, you know, as any other kid, I, you know, I'm like, that's not who are you. Yeah, who, <laughs> this is, I, I've been here longer you, than you. You knew here. You know, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I realized that you know, the older I was getting, I'm like, shit. I, at some point, I gotta face this, man. I just right. can't keep running from it. Right. So you know, that first year, my junior year, you know, we took our lumps, man. We took our lumps, and you know, we were we lost. But you know, it was funny because everybody's like, oh, you was you, you had a great. Junior year, you, you killed everybody. I'm like, we fucking lost, man. Yeah. You know, we lost. And at that moment, I didn't think about it. You know, I got people, oh, you the man. You right. know, this and that. And Stroking I'm like, the ego. You know what I'm saying? And Eagle's a motherfucker, yeah. man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Eagle. And then we brought in some players. And then that senior year, man, that senior year, you know, it was funny because my averages went down. It was like from 20 to like 17. But we won. Mm-hmm. You know, we won. And then we had that magi- that magical run in the garden where we... We weren't supposed to be even freaking winning the first game. And we finished up beating Miami, Notre Dame, Syracuse. And then we lost in the finals to Boston College. Yeah. And that was the, the, the run that started that pit era. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But just doing that alone, you know, winning just changed my whole dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Because we would have lost any of the games. It would have been my last game of my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Wow. And we just, we just banded together, man. And, you know, we had a good group of kids. And... It just carried through. So, you know, it helped me moving forward, man. Because I'm like, yo, winning changes everything. I wanted to ask you a quick question because you said about different positions that you played on the floor. Yeah. And I ask you that because you're a coach today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to know, they say a lot of times, they say, oh, oh don't be a, posi- be a positionless player. Yes. I, I, I feel a way about it because I'm, here's my thing, like, you seven foot, typically you're a center. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like some people don't want to face the position that they should be in just because it's not cool right. or it's not the... How do you see that, the dynamic of you seeing the game from different perspectives on the floor as far as positions and now seeing your players? Do you adapt that same kind of idea of like, yo, positionless basketball, just play your game and nah, be interchangeable? It's funny you, say, you that say that because one of my... Uh, shout out to my young boy, Al Jensen. So Al, Alexis played eight years. I just think he just got traded to the Clippers and now he's back in Europe. Played eight years in Europe, right? So I got Al Agenso when he was 16 years old. He's 7'1". 
Wow. He's 7'1". At 16? Yeah, he was 7'1". So Damn, he came what is he, like 8 feet? Where's he from? <laughs> he's French. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going go to be a European oh, I know boy. Yeah, you talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Playing NBA. Yeah, that's my young boy. I'm the godfather of his son. Look at that. Yeah. So, I know what he's so, so, so Big Al, when he first, when I first saw him, he thought he was a three. And he's out there <laughs> shooting threes and, and, and don't want to get contact. And I say to my man, I'm like, listen, man, that's great that this is what you want to do. But if you want to get paid, you need to get under there. Clog that middle. You need to block shots. <clears throat> you need to finish what they're giving you. And then your game will maturitize where you can play there. But right now, this is what you need to do if you want to get paid. Because if you don't, you can sit out there and show all the jump shots right. you want and show them what you can't do. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm. Go show them what you can't do. Wow. You know? So, wow. Like, you know, a lot, a lot with the kids that, that yes. we deal with now is, you know, especially with the NBA, you know, it's about jump shots, it's yeah. about right. threes, it's about. 56 dribbles before you shoot. Mm -hmm. My biggest thing is, and I tell it to my kids, I'm like, listen, you're 6'9", 6'10", athletic, run the floor, block shots, rebound the ball, get the easies, man. Mm -hmm. Show them what you can do instead of showing them what you can't do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then when, you, when, when you're there and you're making that check, then start working on the shit that start, keep yeah. you there. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But so, you got to get there before. You can start polishing you know your game before that. Right. Yeah. And, and I have no problem with the bigs that want to shoot it, you know, because I played with many of them. You know, in Europe, it's a huge thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? As you see now in the NBA, a lot of European bigs, what they do, they can shoot it, but their IQ is at a different level because they that's can pass. True. They can distribute. And that's all about skill development yeah. and being able to work on your game. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not all about you coming out. Yo, I'm, I'm about to shoot 16 threes. Now, what makes you, what makes you, where a team wants to, you to play for them? Right. So, what do you bring to the team? Like right now, you go to any NBA team, you're not gonna be the star, man. Nah, everybody's you, a shooter. Everybody can play. Now you go to freaking LA, you got LeBron. What are you gonna do to help LeBron win? You got to rebound the ball, man. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Block a shot or two. Play defense. Right. So, but that's what that's what that's what kills me the most. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Is do what you going do what's gonna get you there. Don't do what people are going to think. Ah, I'm not sure if I want them on my team, man. You know it's true, saying? yeah. And, I like that. You know, it's just, and, and you know, I, I, I play with a lot of French dudes that are in the NBA, like Rudy Gobert. Oh, Rudy Gobert's that. in the NBA. He didn't average but more than five points a game really? when he was in Europe. Like, he was a baby. You know what I'm saying? But one thing that he did exceptional was defend yeah. and rebound. Yes. You know, and people see that. You know, now he's doing a little more. But what he did exceptional got him into the NBA. Right. You know, Boris Diaw. Oh, Boris, Boris Diaw. So my first year in France, one of my favorite players because Boris averaged eight points a game, nine points, but he affected the game in Big so time. many, many different ways. ways. Big time. Yes. So that's what got you into the NBA. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So people don't understand that the NBA is not looking for you to come in and get 25 points a game. Right. right? They're looking to see what you can do to help us Win, win games. Game. Actually, Rudy is, an, is a great example of present day because, and I don't know when his contract's up, but he's he's going to command major dollars. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Because yeah. the dude is just, he's he's a guaranteed asset no matter, no matter, no matter what. Yeah. Like, you know, like you got Yan Mahini. Yan Mahini you know, he Washington. Was a, he was my, he was, a, he was a rookie my first year in France at La Havre. My man couldn't dribble the ball from half court and dunk it. Two years later, he's the first round pick for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Man, he worked. So, you know, you got all these dudes and I try to tell them it's not, I'm not inventing this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's what I'm out saying? there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not telling you something that hasn't been done before. I'm just telling you what I've seen. Mm -hmm. And 
but you know, it's a different climate right now, right. so you gotta be careful because oh, yeah, man. you know what I'm saying? Talk about that. You gotta be careful. So we, that, that, we that's where you at with we, it, man. We got like four minutes. Okay, and I I I, I hate that we're gonna kinda speed through your European career because there's a lot there. Yeah, yeah. Namely, you got chips on your resume. Hmm. How many? Three? Yeah, three. Three championships. Dope. Yeah. Tell me about them. Come on. Yeah, the most important thing for me, and, I, and you know, this is just be me being me. The biggest achievements that I've ever had in Europe was playing with my brother. Wow. I, that's that was gonna be my next one. That's you know, so that's dope. that's the how biggest long did y'all play together? Six years. That's dope. And that's the like the biggest achievement. Like the championships are great. But you, you won know? you won championships with two him. of them with my brother. Yeah. You know, that's so and dope. that that's my biggest my biggest. Oh, that's um, beautiful, man. My biggest like. Achievement. Achievement in, 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 as far as basketball, man, is that I got to do that shit with my blood. Mm -hmm. You That's know, dope. like the championships, you know, the money, all that is amazing. Yeah. But from what we came from, yeah, what to, we had to, to endure. together. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and go, and actually, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we're like the number one brother tandem in the most points in Big East history. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm not. Sure. I don't know if they broke it, but I remember we was like one or two. We don't fact check, so you we're gonna call it number one. Yeah, yeah so me number one in our show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then to go to Europe and to do what we did, you know, I think it goes unnoticed because it, it was in Europe. Right. But, like, there's not too many people that can say that, man. You know, I got to play with him on the Dominican national team. I got to play with him in Europe. We we traveled across the world together. So you know what I'm saying? But basketball, you know, I mean. To this day, I think it was the greatest um, experience of my life being in Europe. Mm. You know, being able to, to to encounter the different places. You know, I got to meet my beautiful wife there. You wow. know, shout out to my beautiful baby. <laughs> I got to meet I, my kids were born in France. Both my kids were born wow. in France. You know, so awesome. is your wife French? No, my wife's Australian. Wow. Oh wow! Yeah. That, wait, you played in Australia? No, nah, I met her okay. in England. Okay, I met of course, her in London. Of course, met everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met my I met my wife in London, and then nice. she moved with me. Actually, my first year that I played with my brother in France. Okay, and that was the year we won a championship together. Wow! Yeah, she was actually she was the good luck charm. Yeah, she was. She was pregnant with my son. Oh, wow. there you go. Yeah, she was pregnant with my son, and I remember it was crazy. We in the championship game, and she and. She thought she was about to have a baby. Right there. Wow. Yeah, championship yeah. game. Championship game. I remember it was like we was losing. Check this out. We were losing at the half. And you're going to die laughing. So I played with Stephen Jackson in the Dominican Republic. Oh, that's oh my dope. God. That's, that's my man. That's, that's my dope. man. Amazing. That's, that's my dog right there. That's Stevie Jack. Up. Shout out to Stevie Jack. Yes, yeah. sir. So we playing and we losing. And we come out of half. They had Stevie Jack. And Antoine Walker there for like an Adidas tour. Mm. And I remember him come, he screamed out the, the stands, yo, grab me my what the F y'all doing, man? Y'all here BSing, man. Y'all crazy. Talking about winning after us. Yeah, ass whooping. Ass whooping. <laughs> we win the game. We come back and win the game at the end. Like, yep. We come back, win the game. I look to the side, I'm hugging my brother, my wife come down, whatever. Stevie Jack jumping. He's yeah. <laughs> it was a hell of a night. <laughs> Shout out to Stevie Jack, Antoine Walker. A hell of a night, man. We had a good night that night, man. Yeah, it was a good time, man. But yeah, though, man, that was the first time. And I won the MVP of the, tip of the championship yeah. game, right? Wow. So we fast forward. We fast forward, uh, I want to say, four years. We win it. Next year we lose in the semis. Then me and my brother go to separate teams. Mm -hmm. He goes to Israel and I go to the, the south of France wow. to play in Poe. That's when I met Alex Agenza and all them guys. Got it. The next year we say, you know what, let's do it again. So he says, yeah, I'm going to sign the Nancy. I said, I'm coming with you. 
Did you have the same agent? Yeah. Okay. So the coach wanted us both again. And that first year, we go back to the championship game, right? But the team that we beat that first that first year right. was the team that we playing for now. Oh. And they lost, they lost four straight championships. Ah. So that was the first time they went four straight yeah. and lost. It was like the Buffalo Bills. Right. Can't make this shit up. Yeah. We go to the team. We go all the way to the championship. We win it our first wow. year there. And my brother gets MVP of the league. Yeah. Wow! Yo, that's, where's the movie? Huh? That's I mean, the movie. I, I'm hoping for somebody here if we can make this movie, but it's yeah, amazing. It's, let's do this, somebody, quick. <laughs> Yo, it's, it's, it's crazy, though. He won MVP, and I remember, like, yesterday, it was, like, the second half. Like, we were up, like, 20. And I lied to you, I think, the, like, like, for seven straight minutes, all I did was passing the ball. Yeah, <laughs> I like, you know, I swear, I, but he yeah, was like, on fire or something. No, I'm or talking you... about it was ridiculous. Yeah, he, had, he he set a record for most points in the championship game. I think it was 29. Okay, and I said, well, if you're gonna do that, I'm gonna set a record for assists. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was funny because Tony Parker's younger brother, T.J. Parker, was on our team also. Okay, oh okay. And Tony was in the stands with his wife at the at the present time was Evelyn Longoria. Yeah. yeah. So. All I did was like he was he was breathless. And I'm like, shoot the ball! Shoot the ball! Shoot the back door! Oh, he's like, yo, I can't do it. Like, shoot it again! Shut up and shoot, shoot it again! So I think that was the first time I get I guess in the history of France that two brothers were able to win the championship wow. on two different teams. That's crazy. Yeah, so that was our second Damn, one together. That must have man. been super uh, the exhilaration. I can you telling me I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah, I can only too, imagine man. you guys like, in that yeah. moment. Yeah, no, nah, it was it was different, man, you know, and to see my younger brother win an MVP. Yeah, dog. And just, you know, all the stuff that we had gone through through our life, that was more exhilarating for me than when I won. Wow. Because I was just like, yeah, you know, I don't mean to be cocky, but I'm like, I'm supposed to do that shit. Uh -huh. Right. You know, I'm supposed to do it. You know, it ain't, it ain't, I'm supposed to do that. But to see him step up and do it. Right. That made me proud. I'm like, that's now, now that's what I'm talking about right there. I just want, I just want to ask one quick question because you look like you're still young and in shape. Well, mm -hmm. you are young, I know, but I'm just saying, do you still play ball? Yeah, yeah. So I play, I play one on one all the time with these guys. Man. Oh, okay. that's I, good. I play pick up with them all the time. You cool. know, you know, try to stay in shape. You, you still know? got it. I try, man. Damn, you know? he's so modest. Oh, yeah, I try. You drop thirty a night. Yeah, you probably dropping fifty. I try, man. You know these. The coach don't let me play because I'm too physical. Ah. <laughs> well, for, for yeah. a lot of for them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's funny because the coach goes, I remember it was last year, we playing, and I'm over there, he goes, man, that's different basketball right there. And I'm like, that's all era. I know, man. That's all I know. <laughs> I man. played in DR a few years, yeah, man. Shit. You know I got what? scars of that one. You know what, though, but it, it breaks my heart because you have that. You being on the scene, and you're afraid to impart that on them because that's not how the climate is today. Yeah, it's different, man. But, but okay, but you're the coach. Yeah. Tell me where. Yeah, but why are you going over the line? No, it ain't that. I, I just think I just think basketball so it's changed. Like you see NBA, man, you touch somebody's a foul. I yeah. know. I bring know. back hand check, please. Seriously, yeah, yeah. Hand bring check. back the yes. hand check. So, please. So, so now you start thinking about this, man. Like playing hard back then wasn't like a skill. Mm-hmm. Like it's a skill now. Yeah, you're right. Think about it. It's a skill to play hard. Like, damn, he plays hard. That was just second right. nature. Like, like yeah, it's noticed. Like, there's Everybody something to comment to about. It. Like, just to get in the door before you got to play hard. Yeah. Or you couldn't come in the game. Right, that was understood. That think was about it. You yeah. couldn't come in the game if you didn't play hard. It, it, that's, you know what's so funny? We, we spoke about this on a previous podcast. This operative word of, like, a uh, two-way player. Yeah. 
it's been thrown around now, especially now. Like it's a thing. Uh-huh, Back in the day, you never, I never heard in my two life. Two everybody was everybody. Two you, everybody lock up. You lock, you play Reggie D Miller or you sit defense. down. Right. right. Everybody <laughs> says that a lot. He's Reggie knocking threes, but he's locking somebody. John Starks play defense. Michael Jordan played defense. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's yes. just. There's no such two way But you know nothing. what, though, man? You just got to continue to grow and, and continue to change with. Adapt. Adapt with what's going on, you right. know, and, and try to help them and right. let them understand what's going to make them Succeed. successful. Yeah. You know, and all you can do is plant some seeds and hopefully they get it, you know, one by one. And, and if you can help, help them 10 years from now, they won't be looking at you like you was a disservice, you know? Right. Yes. You're like, damn, the coach was really, really knew what he was talking about. And it's hard now because I was I was there. You know, I was in them, I was in them shoes, man. I was I sat there, I played. Yeah. So I understand their mentality. The biggest thing is how do you fast forward them 15 years from now, let them know this was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So get it now. You know what I'm saying? I have lived it. There ain't nothing you can do that I haven't done. Yo, Rick, I don't want you to miss your bus. Nah, you good, man. Um, I appreciate y'all doing so much much for having me, man. man. You know, and if I can help any way, shape, or form, if I can do whatever, don't hesitate to hit me up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dribbling Dimes. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment wherever you're listening to us now. Check us out on social media as well. We're live on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. On all platforms, you can find us at D-R-I-B-B-L-E-N-D-I-M-E-S.